Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We had been discussing Chapter 2, Sankhya Yoga, Yoga of Knowledge. So far, we have seen in the chapter that Bhagwan explained to Arjuna his situation from various perspectives. Not just one perspective that this is my idea, you should do this, but he gave him various perspectives. The first perspective is a spiritual perspective. From the highest perspective, from the spirit's point of view, that the self is immutable, imperishable. So that's the highest perspective. Then it came down to the society's perspective. And say, from a society's perspective, you as a Kshatriya has duty to protect the society from evil. If you see that evil is occurring in the society, we rely on the Kshatriyas. Just like we rely on our armies to protect ourselves, our army cannot become pacifist to the last minute. From that perspective, this is the best opportunity you have to perform your art and perform your duty. So society's perspective, he gave his opinion that this is still what you should be looking at. Then came down the individual's perspective. There we have seen, Bhagavan said, if you give up, you run away from your duty, then you will incur sin. He has looked at the issue from various perspectives and came to the same conclusion that Arjuna should fight this war. So in the process, Bhagavan also taught us the art of persuasion. If to persuade somebody who is bent upon doing something other than what we think is right for him, just give him your opinion that, look, you are doing something wrong, but it's not going to work. The only way that works is when you give him a three-dimensional view of his situation. Give him the view from various perspectives. Look at it from various points of view and then the person will be able to see it correctly. Then you will be able to persuade him. This can be also applicable to looking at any problem, any situation. So you come across a situation where you got a job in another town that best for you from a professional perspective, well, that's great. But if you take the decision just based on that, it may or may not be right. So you have to look at it from various perspectives. First to say, well, from a professional perspective, it seems like that that job will give me more opportunity to go further in my career. Then you have to see it from family's perspective. Will my family be comfortable relocating from this town to another? Will they be able to adjust as uh, easily as they are they are adjusted here? And then lastly, you also have to see what the school district is in that new town. Is it as good or better in that town? And if you come to the same conclusion from all three of them, then relocation is the great idea. Take the job and move. Or you will find that you will end up commuting, just like most of our friends do who work outside Richmond in Washington or, or other places. So any problem or situation 
cannot be viewed from just one perspective and you can come to a right decision or you can convince somebody. So this is the art of persuasion is to give somebody a three-dimensional view of a situation and then come to the conclusion. In this case, Bhagavan came to the same conclusion from all perspectives, from a spiritual, from a society's perspective, from individual, Arjuna must fight this war. What typically works best is, when it comes to me, and I can say from my perspective that it is right. So therefore, Bhagavan put more stress on his individual situation. So we have seen that he said, Tataha swadharmam kirtim hitva papam avapsasi. If you give up your duties, you will incur papa. And this obviously is very dreaded word in Hindu society that you will incur papa. So that obviously worked probably more effectively. But you had the background of other two perspectives that this is right. This is the right thing to do from all perspectives. So Bhagwan pursues that point of view a little further and says, Bhayat Ranat Uparatam Mansante Twam Maharathaha Esam Chatvam Bahumataha Bhutva Yasyasi Lagavam So all these great warriors who are gathered here on our side and on the other side, they have very high regards for you because of your valor and your prowess. They are unwillingly accepting, your enemies unwillingly accepting that you are one of the best warriors. It is not easy to confront you. You are the one who has achieved the Pasupatastra from Lord Shiva himself. Obviously, there is a story that Arjuna goes for tapas to please Lord Shiva. And in the end, he ended up fighting with Lord Shiva himself. But Lord Shiva was so pleased that he revealed himself that I am not just the hunter which you are fighting, but I am Lord Shiva, very happy. Here is the Pasupatastra. And as the Puranas say, the Pasupatastra is like an ultimate weapon. It can destroy the entire universe in no time. So, you are the one who has such a prowess that you can destroy everybody in no time, if you really choose to. However, you cannot use any weapon irresponsibly, just like our nuclear weapons. You may have capability, but you may never use it. He said, the people, they will then think that you ran away from this war because of fear. Even though that may be reality, but that's how you will be viewed by your peers and your enemies. They will belittle you. They have high respect for you. And they will say, I don't know what we were thinking. This guy turned out to be not really what we thought he is going to be. It's not something very comfortable for you if that happens. So the next verse says, Avachya bahun vadishyanti tau ahitaha. Not only that you will disappoint your friends and relatives and people who are relying on you, the society, but there are ahitaha, people who are not your well-wishers, your enemies who wish that you go away, you get destroyed. He said, they will be telling stories about your cowardice. All kinds of, you know, bahun vadishyanti, avachya vadans, 
things which we cannot repeat on national TV. You know, that kind of talk they will be talking about you. So please think about it. Nindantaha tava samarathyam. They will be cavilling at your prowess that I think it was all big hype. You know, it was all made up stories that he is such a great warrior. I don't think he had those qualities. And if that's happened, tataha dukha taram no kim. What is more painful than that, that nobody will ever realize that you ran away because you, you thought that killing your cousins and your teachers is not a right thing to do. But they will think it's a fear of war, fear of defeat which made you go away. It was very painful. So don't think this is going to be easy if you go away. And then, in any deal which we make, you have to come up with a win-win situation. That's the only way the deal gets closed. When a client comes to me, he thinks I can provide most appropriate services, and I think this is the right project for me. Then only we sign a contract. If I don't think it is right, or he didn't think it is right for him, nothing happens. So you have to come up with any situation, win-win situation, where both parties will have a good outcome. Now, in this case, if you are just looking at our own situation, any decision which I take out of the absence available to me, I should feel comfortable that it will be acceptable situation for me. So, Bhagavan now uses that final trump card and say, Hatova prapsesi swargam. If you die, you will go to the hero's heaven. So, there is a special section of heaven which is reserved for these great heroes who die on the battlefield. It's like the GI Bill. You know, this great privileges in heaven for the heroes who serve their country, serve the society, in the process they die. You can think about the healthcare workers who have lost their lives in this battle against Corona. So here our scriptures say they have a special section in heaven to reward them for their valor. And their courage. Hatova prapsasi swargam jitvava bhokshashe mahim. If you die, you go to the heaven for the heroes. If you win, you will have the kingdom on this earth. This is a no brainer for you. There is no way that you can lose one way or other. Fight and die or fight and win. Both ways you are the winner. So there is nothing to think about it here. The only good decision is fight the war. Therefore, he says, Tasmat uttistakaunteya yuddhaya kruta nishchayaha. Therefore, O son of Kunti, get up with a resolve to fight this war. So, this is like a conclusive statement from Bhagawan. Conclusive advice. In the beginning, Arjuna asked him and said, Give me which is Shreyas for me. And we have come across the word serious and prayers before. That which is always good. It may not feel good, but it is good for me. Prayers is it feels good, but not good for me. And Arjuna in no uncertain terms and ask Bhagwan, tell me what is good for me and I will do it. And now Bhagwan says, Uttishtakantaya, get up with a resolve to fight this war. So that was the conclusive advice from Bhagwan. And then Bhagwan now introduces the concept of Karma Yoga. 
you have to act in this world and there will be consequences of your actions. You are part of this world, this sansar, and this sansar is not homogeneous experiences. The experiences are varied. Some are conducive, some are not conducive. You will fight the war, outcome is not guaranteed, the experience will not be as you predict, it may be something different. But you have to treat whatever you face with an equal state of mind. You have to treat them alike, no matter what the outcome is, because you are enjoying the ride in this world. The next verse now introduces the idea of how to transform karma into karma yoga. Same action, changing the mental attitude becomes karma yoga. It says, Sukha dukhe same krutva labha alabhav jaya jayo tataha yuddhaya yujjaswa na evam papam avapsasi. We came back to the papa again. So in verse 33, he said that tataha swadharmam kirtim cha hitva papam avapsasi. You will incur sin if you abandon your duty. Here he says, Tata yuddhayan yujyaswa na evam papam avapsasi. You will not incur any sin. But the condition is, Sukha dukha same krutva. Sukha and dukha, you should treat them alike. It's more like an observer. It does not mean that you react to sukha and dukha in the same way. But you treat them alike as an observer. It's like that to me. One says, I think I should have a cup of coffee. The one who is thinking about me having a cup of coffee, that's an observer. See, that observer should be neutral. He should be treating anything which comes alike. Sukhar dukkha at the mental level. My experience is when I experience, there will be mental reaction and say, this is conducive, great. Not conducive, not great. Well, see, there is dukkha. At the mental level, labha alabha. Profit and loss, now that's obviously at the intellectual level. Am I making profit by doing this or I'm losing something here? Is my intellect decide that I actually thought I'm going to get this, but I didn't get that and therefore this is a loss or this is a profit. So that's at the intellectual level. And finally, both the jaya and ajaya, victory or defeat is at the physical level. I tried to gain something, I did not gain it. Well, that's a defeat. I competed against several firms to get a project. I didn't get it, that's a defeat. Other people, that's a real reality, the physical reality, that I don't have that project anymore. So Bhagavan said, from a mental level, from intellectual, physical level, whatever your experiences are, you as the observer should treat them all alike. And if you do that, then any action which you perform as part of your duties, you will never incur any sin. Na evam papam avapsasi. And we'll stop right here. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukhina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Makaschid Dukkha Bhag Bhavet Om Shantihi 
शांति शांति हरि ओ श्री गुरुभ्यो नम हरि ओम